What's up, everyone? How's it going? Uh, it's been a bit. I've been on a little bit of a break. Stuff's been happening, but I'm very excited today because I have Braden Ellis on the phone right now, and he's going to be talking about a little, little bit of something that happened recently. How are you doing, Braden? Good, Kane. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Anytime, man. Anytime. So, some people might know what happened with you. Some might not. So, just really quickly, and I know that you've probably been been telling this story about 50 million times in the past two weeks to, to a lot of people. So just real quick, r brief rundown of what happened. Yeah, so I was, uh, it was about, I think, April 28th on a Wednesday, I took a verbal communications class. It's a general education class. Mm -hmm. And I had a speech on cancel culture that I had to present to the class. And it was about a six-minute or so speech that I gave. Mm -hmm. And I mentioned that the Paw Patrol and Life PD and the police uh, our live, live police were canceled off TV last summer. And I said, that's ridiculous. It's, it's tearing apart our country, this cancel culture thing that's happening in our society. And then it went into a, about a 10 minute Q and a with our teacher and students and students got to ask me whatever they want about my speech. Also the professor asking questions started off. Okay. And then she brought up police and that's where the liberal bias, uh, the, the bias creeped in. I see. So she ended up, yeah. and and I've seen the video too. She ended up, kind of, kind of starting to grill you a little bit on on what, not just what you were saying, but what you believed. Right. Yeah, and she was playing devil's advocate in the beginning, but at the end, you know, it was she was going radical uh, with the liberal ideas that she has, and that's okay. Uh, you see mm -hmm. the clip that's nationwide, and uh, she was saying things that I just I don't agree with at all. Yeah, and and there was and there was some things that like I was seeing, and I'm I kind of consider myself like a conservative libertarian. So there was like things I was kind of like in the middle of both conversations, but at the same time, even I could tell that I was like, dude, this this is a teacher. She should not like be. Right. Right. She she was basically pushing a lot of what she was saying on you and being pretty aggressive about it. And props to you for staying so cool. Um, Thank you. And uh, and you know it was um, it was crazy. Like even the um, this that one student at the end, um, he was he he was saying, you know, I don't agree with you at all. But you know, I think that you uh, I think that you should have the right to say what you what you believe on this. And and you and me actually said both at the same time, Amen, brother. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. And and you know, with him. Uh, he disagreed with everything that I said, but at least he said that I have the right to say it. And I agree with that because that's an important thing in our country that we need, and we need unity and making sure that, you know, left, right, and center, we can have a civil discussion, mm -hmm. um, and that's very important in our college campuses, too. Exactly, yeah. I believe uh, yeah. Jordan Peterson once said, uh, always allow the unreasonable yeah, opposition to speak because they manifest themselves as unreasonable, and I think you did just that. Right. Right, right, and I, I agree, you know, I gave her gentleness and respect, which we need to do when we're having a discussion with somebody and hear them out, we need to listen again, uh, but I was getting cut off in that, in that video, and you can see that pretty uh, easily, Yeah. Um, but it was sad, you know, you don't want to have that with the professor, and you want you want respect as well, so it was not good. Yeah, of course not, like, I'm, I'm a sophomore in college, you're a freshman, yeah. I've had conversations about this kind of stuff with a lot of different people and professors included and uh, right. you know I've never had a 
an altercation like that with mine, but I uh, have you had any other altercations with the professor? Not maybe not on that level, but like on a similar um, thing. No, that was the first time I came out as a conservative in that class, and mm -hmm. basically, um, I think the other one that I had was a political science class, and at least I knew she was a Democrat, but at least she gave me the floor to speak and give me peace, yeah. and she heard me out. That's all I asked for. I don't, I don't mind what you are. I just want to be able to say what I want to say without getting bombasted with uh, or being shunned for what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I think that nowadays we, we we kind of live in a in a in a in a society where where people on both sides of the political spectrum are kind of like hands on the hands on their uh, guns all the time because they're they're kind of afraid of the other side like jumping on their ass about this kind of stuff and I think that and I think I've seen that with both sides of the party. Um, and so I think that the best thing that people like you and I can do is just to to be calm and show the other side that we're willing to to have a conversation about this kind of stuff without without yeah. like trying to own them or trying to wreck them or do like kind of stuff like that. Yeah, and I you know if you ever looked at uh, Mike Pence when he debated Kamala Harris, the way he debated her was so masterful. Or when he debated Tim Kaine in 2016, mm -hmm. the way he presented himself was just awesome because he was calm. He let them speak, but he gave his political side, and it worked really well. And I think that people should take away from this video as just don't be emotional. Just share your side. Listen to them. You know, nothing makes a Democrat more mad than a Republican that speaks his mind with calm and gentleness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what it is. Yeah, and it's uh, and it was an interesting topic you were talk talking about in the class. You were talking about uh, police and cancel culture and stuff like that, right? Right, right. Yeah. Yes, I was. And um, a lot of people say that she got canceled or whatever it might be. No, she didn't. She's on a leave of absence. That's basically where she just steps away from the classroom. I believe she still gets paid, and I'm sure uh, she'll be okay. I pray for her. I pray for the students. I pray for this college and. Uh, We'll see what happens with that. Mm. Uh, one second. All right. So, um, you uh, so you were talking about uh, like the the policing and stuff like that, and um, she was coming after you pretty hard about the idea of of cops not being heroes. Uh, so, right. what's your what's your opinion on that for anyone who doesn't know? I want her to watch the tapes of cops being heroes. You have heroes such as people that ran into the buildings at 9-11. You have cops or heroes when they, you have a problem or an intruder, you call them. They come and rescue you. Uh, multiple and thousands and thousands and thousands of examples. But I use the example of 9-11. Who was running in, in there mm. when the tower was collapsing and people were just trying to save people? They, they didn't care if you're black, white, or Latino, or Asian. They didn't care. They just wanted to get as many civilians out of that building as possible. Those are heroes, and that's what they do on a countless basis. Now, to her defense, I would say there's bad people in every profession. And in cops, you have people that do bad conduct, and we should make sure they don't do that. Mm -hmm. So they are heroes. Uh, to generalize any type of group just because of a few bad instances is dangerous. It's very dangerous. You don't generalize people like that in mm -hmm. groups. Okay. Yeah, would you? And I do kind of want to, in in her defense, would you say that that 
calling all of them heroes is in its sense a bit of a generalization in itself or because uh, I think that you and I are of the same agreement that that mo most or a good majority of them are heroes but do you think that we use that term a little bit generally too yeah I would say you know uh, a, I would I would use the word that I would say a good majority a mm -hmm. good majority of them are heroes uh, that's what I would say about that mm -hmm. um, and they are. I mean, who do you call when someone is intruding your house or there's a break-in or there's something going on? Our human response is to call the most famous number in the world, which is 911. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that they are heroes. Um, you know, Then again, there is some bad conduct, conduct and uh, we do have to go after that. But at the same time, these guys have been ripped apart through the media this past summer and in these past couple of years as, as terrible people, as Nazis, as the secret of the SS, as you call it, and it's just, they're not that. They're humans that want to go do their job, protect mm -hmm. people, uh, serve the law, and want to go home to bed tonight and see their wife and kids as well. Yeah, I think that when it comes down to it, when you have the conversation about, like, good cops and bad cops, at the end of the day, we forget that these are people, too. And it's like, okay, so all of human... If you look at all of humanity, like... Would you say that they're majority good people or majority bad people? I think that, like, right. and I think that a lot of people would say probably majority good. Some people would say majority bad. It all depends on your life experience with these people. And so, and, and so when you talk about cops and, like, oh, is there a majority good or majority bad, it all really kind of depends on your experience with them. I know some people who would say, oh, yes, I've never had a bad experience with a cop. They're heroes. They're, they're great. And then some people who would say, no, I have always had nothing but bad experiences with cops that have been, un that has been unwarranted or whatever like that. And so, it, you know, you get different perspectives, but I think that comes down to, like, what you, we were talking about earlier. Uh, like, we have to be willing to look at those perspectives and... Uh, assume that maybe someone we're talking to knows something that we don't. I agree. I agree. And also, you know, um, and everyone has different experiences and I respect that. And mm -hmm. I've heard multiple stories from people that, you know, different backgrounds, different cultures. And I understand that. Um, you know, we also have to respect the authorities. That, mm -hmm. that is true. And if they uh, overstep their boundaries, make sure that we call that out. But Mm -hmm. I think for a majority, they, they, they say the law straight and they give it a straight. But I, I, I understand people are, have different experiences with that. And um, I totally get that. Yeah. It was interesting in the video when, when I saw her say something along yeah. the lines of, like, when you asked her, well, who would you who would you call if you were in trouble, like if there was a break-in? And she's like, I'm not, I wouldn't call anyone. And I was and in my head, I just remember thinking, Really? Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. what, what, it, yeah. like, I, if she had said, like, oh, I have a gun in my house, I would use it for self-defense, I would be like, okay, that kind of makes sense. But I get the feeling that she doesn't, and I get the feeling that if worse came to worst, she would be like, well, this is kind of all I can do. Right. And you know what? I was expecting an answer such as a social worker. A lot of people are calling for social workers on the Democratic side. And she said, nobody, and I don't think anybody buys that, but um, that's okay. Uh, that's what happened, and I said, would you have a gun on you? No, it'd be my time to go. That's a dangerous answer, but uh, I don't know if she fully believes that. I'm not sure, mm -hmm. but 
yeah, I think most people that um, say they don't like cops or whatever, if they were in danger of their own life, I think they would call 911. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that, well, and it depends on, like, maybe some people wouldn't. I get the feeling that she would just because that was the vibe I'm getting off of her. But it was it was an interesting uh, it was an interesting dynamic because had she like displayed you you'd had her for uh, how many months in your class? I've been in her class since February, I believe. Okay, so for about one to two months, maybe three. Um, has she had she dis displayed any like aggression in any ways in a similar way? Uh, you know, I think this was kind of the first time I really came out as a Republican in that class. Um, aggression, I would say, she was the basic, you know, professor that is a liberal. She would talk about white privilege, uh, a little bit of the critical race theory as well. Um, mm -hmm. I, I don't think I've really gotten into an argument with her on this level, mm -hmm. um, if you want to call it an argument. Uh, yeah. But in the past, I think, you know, she just didn't treat, She, I don't think she cares what uh, political spectrum you were. I mean, obviously, I'm a Republican, and mm. she didn't really like that, clearly, in the video. Mm. But I don't think she treated her students fairly sometimes. I think she would cut them off a lot of the times. Mm. I don't know what that's about. Maybe that's just, it was something that happened with the Zoom, but uh, I think it wasn't as fair as I'd like it. Uh, nobody likes to be talked down to. People like to be within the group and in the team. So yeah. I think a lot of the times she would kind of talk down to people, but I don't know. That's kind of what my perspective was. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. would go into that class every single day and get mentally beat up because of just the liberal indoctrination they're trying to get me into. And it just, I, it didn't work obviously. So it is quite interesting because like I've been, I've been going to college uh, for the past year yeah. and a half, but it was only until this semester that I started taking the general eds, like psychology and sociology and uh, stuff like that. And it is quite interesting how how much of the liberal ideology is infused into the colleges. And I'm not saying that it's entirely a bad thing. There, it is, I think that it's good to, to see different perspectives because this is the, definitely the Correct. first time that I have been able to see um, things from a from a liberal perspective and under a liberal class because uh, at our both of our high school because for those of you who don't know we went to the same high school it's mo more yes. more than not conservative um, and so it was interesting though to get hit with with oh you have to like write this essay with a Marxist perspective or a feminist perspective and I was like oh okay this is interesting not in a oh yeah, yeah I'm learning stuff in a what what's happening right now <laughs> um, right yeah right. it's uh, and so um, yeah have you had many other you've had a lot of classes where that's uh, that's been the predominant thing as well right. Well, yeah, you know, what I'm calling for and when I go on TV is I just want a fair shake. You know, I, I want ideological diversity across exactly. campus, meaning um, I want liberals to say their side and I want, I want Democrats, I want Republicans, I want conservatives to say their side. Mm -hmm. I just want it down the middle. Exactly. And a lot of the times when I take a class like communications, I don't want to know what the professor's uh political beliefs are. I just want to learn communications. Yeah. I don't want to go into econ class and know what your political beliefs are. I'm there to learn economics. Yeah. So a lot of times when my parents went to college, 
they didn't know what the professor's uh, political beliefs was. It was actually rude back in the day to ask who you affiliated with, but now it's like, you know, it's your whole life story. So, yeah. no, I just want a fair shake. I want free thinking, and that includes the Democratic side, and that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, there's, like, I, I have more often than not liberal professors. I go to Citrus University, Citrus College, um, and so... Oh, wow, um, yeah. And so it is interesting, though, most of my teachers are like what you were saying. Like, I I mean, I can obviously tell when a t teacher is, is liberal if we're talking about something like, like sociology, where we're talking about society, or if we're talking about, like, English, if we're and we get into some kind of uh, more controversial topics, or if it's just straight up a poli-sci class. But, like, right. whenever I've had those classes, the teachers have made it, a very big point to either to mo mostly to keep their political ide ideology out of it unless they're talking about something like that's under the curriculum that falls under their ideology or it, and then also if I've made a conversation and maybe challenge them on something they at the same time they don't like say oh no you're wrong you're an idiot they have been like right. okay that's a, that's interesting or that's a good point or something like that so i've been very i've been very surprised by the amount of acceptance that i've gotten from a lot of people um and so um i think that a lot of people on both sides because I, I say this a lot the the radical parts of both parties they aren't the majority of the party they're just the ones that make the most no. noise right i agree and we have to remember that most Americans are moderate. They're pretty fair-minded people. Exactly. They're just the media likes to blast the farthest right, the farthest left, and mm. make it seem like it's the majority. Actually, not a lot of the people that voted for Trump are your, you know, people that come and help you with your plumbing or your mm. lights or whatever it might be. And yeah. maybe sometimes they vote for Joe Biden. I don't know what it is, but yeah, you know, they see oh, it's the Proud Boys. They're all they're all proud. No, they're not. They're all far left. No, they're not. It's pretty. America is uh, pretty moderate. Yeah, like I'll have conversations with people all the time, and like even in this last election, like I mean, I don't identify as a Republican. I'm I'm don't identify with the party at all. Um, but like the, the and I was definitely more inclined to vote for Trump. But even then, I was like, I don't think this guy represents everything that I believe in. So I went third party, and but like. Everyone yeah. wants to believe that if I even show the slightest bit of support for Donald Trump, that I'm some kind of like, uh, some kind of authoritarian, crazy Republican. And then at the same time, I went to a, uh, a Trump rally that happened, and I saw a lot of people, if there was someone being respectful in their opposition, like someone maybe having a sign out that said, like, I don't support Trump or something like that, and it was very few people the people who were there to support Trump, a good portion of them would start screaming some stuff at them. Like I think I, I, I said, I saw someone walking, uh, walking around with a Black Lives Matter t-shirt on and I saw someone yell, Jesus life matters. What about Jesus? And I was like, what the heck is that have to do with the subject? You know? You right. Could... Yeah. And you know, a lot of people are angry, uh, on both sides mm -hmm. and, uh, I think the Democrats tapped into that, and I think the Republicans did too. And um, 
Yeah, it's sad because we need to have civil discussions. We need to have free thinking and we need to sit down and listen to each other again because uh, obviously our country is divided as mm-hmm. never before. And we need to bring healing to our country because you know why we need God back in our country as well, too. I agree. I agree, man. Well, thank you for coming on here. and uh, It's been real thank nice you. talking to you again. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in person again. And uh, yes. also, kudos to you for, for staying cool and staying calm uh, un- when you're under fire. Uh, I think that a lot of people can take notes. Thank you, Kane. I appreciate it a lot. hope I can be back on. Awesome. I look forward to having you on again. Have a good one, man. Thank you, Kane. All right, you too. Thanks. Thanks. Awesome. Well, that was Braden, and uh, I think that he uh, summed it up very well with at the very end. I think that uh, it's very interesting to see a lot of people nowadays try to... I mean, and I said it before, I think that a lot of people have uh, kind of their, their hands on their guns, if, if, if you will. Um, a lot of people are ready for the ready for the draw, ready to start going guns blazing. But at the end of the day, they don't understand that the people on the other side don't want to do that. They don't want to have an argument. They don't want to fight. They want to just talk. I think that the best conversations I've had with people are the times when it's just been that. It's just been talking. Uh, I haven't. Uh, I've had very very few conversations. Um, that have just been that conversations that have ended badly. It's just been one or both of us just expressing our views and then doing with that what you will. And usually we don't walk away with our minds immediately changed, but maybe our perspective is altered a little bit because of this new way of thinking that has been brought to our attention. And so uh, I think this is gonna be a relatively short, um, it's gonna be a relatively short episode because uh, he had to be somewhere, obviously, but uh, it was great having him on here. And uh, shout out to the th- other free thinkers out there. Always be willing to question what you know, and always assume that someone you are talking to might know something that you don't. Have a good day, everyone.